0: Welcome back. Wait, I lost it. I completely lost it. Welcome back to the Rise of Slice Golf Train Podcast, episode 52. Um, welcome back, guys. I've, I've complete- as soon as I said welcome back, I lost my train of thought. Hi, my name is Theo. Uh, gentleman to my side is Chenji Meng. Hi, Chenji.
1: Dude, we've had the craziest. Life.
0: Like, the setup for this was an absolute mess. Uh, Chenji almost probably, like, died from asphy- asphyxiation. Right before we press record for this podcast, uh, he was coughing up his lungs. Look, he's still not good. I don't know if you're if if you're not watching this and you're listening, Chenji. I don't know. He's like beetroot red. He's not doing well. I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he's had a, 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 a what is it? A heavy weekend. I wonder why. We'll, we'll get into that later on. But uh, yeah, th- thank, thank, thank you guys for listening. Welcome back, episode fifty-two. Uh, quick little announcement. I don't know. Last week, episode fifty-one. I was on holiday, and we actually recorded an episode, and, but we haven't released it. Changer doesn't know why, he hasn't even asked me. <laughs> I can only imagine why. Um, so we're using this program. It's called Riverside to record the, the, the podcast. This is like the third or fourth week. In hindsight, this program is very good. It helps us out a lot. It's a lot faster to kind of upload document, not documents, upload video files and all that kind of stuff. It works great. But there's some bits like it like right now we're recording this. It could just stop recording at any point. Or Chenji is looking at me, but at one point he's like, oh dude, I can't hear you. So we're trying to figure out the ins and outs. I still don't know if this is worth doing, because every time we've used it, we've had trouble. Um so we
1: had a single live episode where we used this and it was
0: usable. It for you was usable, but I haven't told you the behind the scenes, whereas like where I'm downloading the, the the video files and they're they're like chunks and I have to find. And because um, right now I have a camera on me, which is what you're looking at now. But I also have my webcam, which is what Chenji looking at me from. And Chenji has exactly the same setup. So he has a, a a camera on him. And then he's using his MacBook camera to kind of see me and I can see him basically. So we're not just talking, you know, like we're talking on the phone. I want to be able to see Chenji and his reactions. And uh, so does he. But what's happening is every time I'm like uploading the files and sorry, the webcams and uh, on the thing, they're, they're muted because if the, if the webcam is turned on, this is like echo that happens behind the scenes. So I don't know, man. It's just it's all a bit weird. I'm still trying what to figure it out. Week? I'm sorry. What happened last week? So last week, basically, there was um, at one point. No, 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 no. Sorry. The, 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 I finished the podcast today. So the podcast will be coming out. Just not for episode fifty one. It might be like episode fifty three, but because what we spoke on that on that podcast, it doesn't. It's not like newsworthy. It's we spoke about my holiday. We spoke about uh, nearly getting robbed. Well, almost getting robbed. I don't know. How, I don't know how to explain that. We spoke about a bunch of things. It was a really good episode, and there's some really really good clips coming out from that episode. But I couldn't f- With,
1: when Theo shot under. oh yes
0: yeah so i broke 70 you broke 70 i broke 70 we spoke about that um so that that episode will be coming out probably next week but this week's episode because of what we're going to talk about i can't leave it until two weeks time because it's just it's so so topical right now this episode has to be released this week basically but last week's episode it doesn't really make a difference um basically i had trouble editing the podcast because the files were all off so there was some files with audio there was other files without audio um, I had to, it was just a big mess, basically. Dude, honestly, I've probably spent eight hours to try and edit a one-hour simple episode. Oh,
1: wow. And,
0: like, this morning I woke up and I was, like, banging my head on the desk, like, why can I not figure this out? There's a lot. There's a bit where my camera goes off. There's a bit where uh, Chenji kind of, um, I can see Chenji and I can hear Chenji, but he can't see and hear me. So I had to edit it. It's all a bit weird, man. It's not your typical professional show that we're so used to putting out on air, Right. So, um, I don't know. It will get released. There's some really good clips coming out of that episode. It's just on that podcast, right right now, I'm saying episode 52. But it's not exactly. This is actually episode 51. And the maybe next one's going to be... Oh, just,
1: if it ain't broken, we don't fix
0: it. I think that might be a good shout, dude. So, I think maybe next week, we might go back to the old ways. Because, yes, it took a little bit longer. But we've never had trouble with it so i think that might be a shout we'll see how do you feel about that it's
1: up to you you're the boss behind the scenes
0: yeah i think we might go back to
1: see i told you i've got the easy job i just show up
0: yeah so i That's think it. i think <laughs> i think what we might need to do is um is start going back to that. i mean we're, we're speaking about this for first five minutes into the podcast nobody knows what we're talking about but it's fine welcome back guys thank you for listening um, breaking news! Before we do, we speak about anything. What change you got up to over the weekend, um, dude? Have you seen the Sergio Garcia news? Oh uh, yeah, like he's settling with the. Well, he's. The I don't officer. know if he's settling. Sergio Garcia offered to pay seven hundred thousand pounds for the DP World for a uh, DP World Tour uh, in a fine bid to make twenty twenty three Ryder Cup. Sergio Garcia inquired about paying his outstanding DP World Tour fines in a bid to be available for selection for this year's Ryder Cup in Rome, live on Sky Sports. I'm reading that on Sky Sports. I probably shouldn't have read that bit. But yeah, the Spaniard refused to pay the 100k fine to the Tour last season after resigning his card and leaving for Live Golf. But in a late bid to make the Luke Donald's team, Garcia offered to pay that sum and, others, and other outstanding fines totaling more than £300,000. That's mad. Yeah. So, uh, apparently, the source also revealed that Ian Porter and Lee Westwood, who also resigned the membership at the same as time as Garcia, actually have paid the hundred K fine. And uh, Garcia has not yet repaid his fines. But, you know, he genuinely he is the highest, what is it, highest earning points earner on the Ryder Cup history of the Ryder Cup. <laughs> so, this is actually two questions. Number one, why is is the fine seven hundred thousand pounds? Number two, this might be completely silly of me to say, but the team is already picked. Can you just enter the team? Is it like a reserve player? Like how does it work?
1: I mean, I think these are very good, valid questions, right? I think the first one I don't know why the others paid like Lee Westwood in Poulter paid only a (laughs) hundred thousand only a hundred
0: thousand for them. It's definitely only a hundred thousand.
1: Yeah. That's like barely one of Ian Poulter's cards. Yes. But you know, it's, it's essentially a breach of contract, right? And I guess each person's breach of contract might've been slightly different. And Sergio's,
0: I guess was a massive breach of contract. I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's really weird. Like what? That's a big, big, big difference. from 100 K to 700 K. But obviously, Sergio Garcia genuinely wants to play for the Ryder Cup.
1: And um, So, I think, well, your second question, you know, it's, I don't know, actually, this late. Possibly, as the alternate. But then again, you know, I doubt any, at this point, right, any of the players are going to put themselves in a position where they might get injured. Right? So, I don't know. But even then, if, okay, let's assume he's eligible now to be picked for the European team. Somebody actually, like, sort of withdraws last second. Does he deserve to be on I don't think so. I,
0: I think that's a, a big list of people before Sergio. Gar- I'm not saying legend of Ryder Cup, obviously. Future captain, maybe. Um, You know, he's up there with Ian Porter, 100%. But does he deserve to be in this year's Ryder Cup? I don't think he does. Neither, neither does Ian Porter, in my opinion. Um, I don't think anybody would uh, disagree with me, but it's just one of those things, man. It's, it's, it's a bit, I don't know. Like if you wanted to play for the Ryder cup, first of all, play really, really good golf for live, but that's difficult because what's your motivation? You're already going to get paid. And number two, why, why are you so surprised that you didn't make the Ryder cup team? You're, you're nowhere near where you need to be. It's mad. Mm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Um, I I'm sure there's more stories and more things are going to come out because uh, this this um article is literally like the news broke out like literally 5 hours ago. So did we
1: actually t- did we actually talk about why <clears throat> US lift players are eligible for the US team but European
0: we Lyft have players... a few epi- we have a few ep- uh, episodes ago the I mean we can briefly go through it now basically the rule is um the European players that are selected to play for the Ryder Cup you have to play a, a certain amount of tournaments for the DP World Tour that's one of the rules so live golf players obviously that haven't been uh playing for the PGA Tour definitely haven't been playing for the DP World Tour right so that's why they're not eligible but for the USA team there is no such rule um you don't have to there's no like a uh, bylaw that says you have to play a certain amount of what is it a certain amount of uh, a PGA Tour events to be eligible to play for the Ryder Cup so that's why that that's the the loophole, basically, right? I'm I'm right, right?
1: Possibly, but I've actually heard there was another reason. Okay, please. It's it's much simpler. It's because of the lawsuit, right? So, live players are in law lawsuits with DP World Tour and the PGA Tour of America. Yes. Right. And actually, no, Sorry, the PGA Tour, but the organizers of the Ryder Cup. It's a DP World Tour, and the PGA of the Americas, which is a separate entity compared to the PGA Tour, right. is actually in the litigation. So that means the American team players, because they're sort of part of the Ryder Cup is technically organized by the PGA of Americas, which is not part of the litigation at all. That's why they're eligible for it. Whereas for the European players, the same body that they're in a lawsuit with it's the same body that organises the European the Ryder Cup team,
0: which is why they're not eligible to be picked. Fair enough. That makes sense. But yeah, um, either way, Europe's taking, U- Europe's going to win. This is all... Uh, dude, speaking of Europe winning, what the hell happened over the weekend? First of all, but before we get into your drama, well, well not drama, what y- your personal weekend, how did Ludwig managed to mess up so bad on the Sunday at the BMW Championship, dude.
1: Mate, dude, you... I was just thinking that he was going to win.
0: Mate, okay, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I haven't told you this before. What well, before? Oh, did you put some money on him? Stell had a, f- a-, a bet. He put a bet on. He put an accumulator. So he does this every single week. An accumulator of like, he put like 10 football teams on the Premier League, plus Ludwig Eberg to win, but he had him and each way in top eight places, dude, with twenty pounds, his return was just under nineteen thousand pounds. All he had to do, Ludwig was finish top eight, he was four under on Sunday morning, right, and he yeah. managed to got finish four over no, not sorry, he was four under, and on Sunday he shot four over and he and he missed and so uh, Stel missed this bet. He won every single other bet, or like the the football bets. The only thing he missed was oh Ludwig God. not finishing top eight. In what oh planet gosh. would you not think that Ludwig would finish top eight oh after seeing gosh. how good he played Thursday, Friday, was, and Saturday? He was
1: leading by two on Saturday.
0: He was leading by two. He goes six under, I think, overall. No, sorry. Was it six under? No, no, no. It was like, it was minus 16. Right. So, sorry, I meant... He was sixteen under, right, and he, as so far, because of one shot, he didn't finish top eight, and still lost the bet, nineteen thousand pounds. Well, it, it would have been like four thousand pounds or five, like five grand because of, because How of the each you way can't bet. Make this stuff up. Dude, like this is mental. How From mad a was twenty he? How pound bet. Was
1: still... Oh my gosh,
0: Stell's fuming. As you can imagine, I'm mean, sure we'll tell you all about it on Sunday, but he, like, I can't believe it. It's just, what, how does that happen, man? The outside, he was 23 to 1 to win, but it was just, how do you mess up so bad on the final day? I don't know if it's nerves, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, man, but all you had to do was just kind of carry on playing the way you've been playing for the past. I think, Look. if I could be wrong, but in his fat, in this past 50 rounds, he's not had a 70, a post 70 score. He's always been it like he always started with the six, since I don't know since however long. Yeah. So he's destined for great things. So I said to Stal, I said, "Listen, is his first, is his, He's still new. He's still learning. He's still trying to get into grips with with pressure, and you know all of this kind of hype around him. So he will eventually get used to it, but unfortunately, yesterday wasn't his day.
1: I mean, look, he's twenty three years old. Yeah. I feel like there's two players in the world." There's two types of players in the world. There is, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday players, and then there is the Sunday players. Yes, and I agree. Rory is a Sunday player. Yeah, I John agree. Lam, yeah. Sm- John Ram, Sunday player.
0: John Ram smashed it on Sunday. Unfortunately, Orberg, at the moment, is on a Sunday player. I agree. I agree. But, in, in other news, uh, Seyith Tagala, our boy, uh, f- well, I'd, I would, I'd love to say fan of the show, but he's not. <laughs> but, I mean, we're big fans of Sehith. Uh, he yeah. won his uh, was his it, is it his first PGA Tour win forty nine championship he unbelievable of, Uh second places yes yeah, yeah. Like, he's been smashing it big big fans how he did not make the Ryder Cup team is beyond me again he would have been so good do you know what his problem is though he's not very consistent like he's 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 prolific he's very um, known for like slicing the ball a little bit as well he's not very uh, consistent off the tee but. When he hits it, he hits it. He's very good with putting great short game. Irons are, are decent. You know, everything's good. I think he would have been so good for the Ryder Cup. But again, just wait two more years. Say Your turn's coming, mate.
1: I mean, you know, you saw over
0: the weekend, Justin Thomas was making the rounds,
1: you know, like he was, he was having a couple of good rounds. But in the end, again, you know, finished even par on yep. Sunday. Yep. Finished fifth overall for the Fortnite Championship. Yep. What do you think?
0: So, apparently, I've read somewhere that Justin Thomas has been changing some a couple of things in his bag. And the number one thing that's made a big difference, if I'm not mistaken, he's shortened his, his driver's shaft by a quarter inch. And now, apparently, he was averaging like 340 yards off the tee. Well, he definitely hasn't shortened it. He's lengthened it. So, so, it was the opposite. So, he's lengthened Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he made it longer by a quarter. It was either he made it longer by a quarter inch or he made it shorter by a quarter inch.
1: Definitely longer. You can't hit you can't hit it longer by having a shorter shaft.
0: No, but I think what 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 he gained on was more control. It was something like this. So I think because he shortened it, um, he um well I'm gonna try and find it. I think because he shortened it. There we go, here we go. Here we go. I just found the thing. Uh There is it. Seen it I can't. I can't find the. Uh, dude. I'm. I'm. Yeah.
1: He said that's what he said. Uh, Justin Thomas adds longer driver to his arsenal. Have, we, have, oh, have, have you found it? Yeah. Okay. And there the you go. Could add an extra fifteen yard to his drives. And it, and it did. It's because amazing what a like quarter inch can, can do, do hey?
0: Eh? That's what they say. Hey! hey. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad. Um, I hope he plays well. Obviously, I hope he doesn't play too well. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Team Europe all the way. Team Europe all the way. It's mad, right? Because I've I've watched um the Rick Shields podcast that they did last week, and and they've raised up a, like a quite un, what's you called a a um an interesting topic. They said do you care if team Europe wins as much as the Americans care if team America wins? Does that make sense? Because with team Europe, it's a collective of a bunch of different countries, but with America it's literally just USA. So if you're an American fan, like your proper red, white, and blue, you know, all in American Eagle, you know, stripes and you know, whatever it is. Um, but with Team Europe, it's just not the same feeling. Like, obviously, I want Team Europe to win. But if they don't win, I'm not going to be, like, making fun of Americans like, oh, America lost. I don't know. It's weird. It's proper weird. Like, it's not just England versus America or, I don't know, what Spain versus America. It's, it's an entirety continent. It's a continent. So it's just it's just weird. I don't know. It's, it's very weird to think that it's Team Europe. Apparently, I, did, did you know? Um, it, it used to be England versus USA, mm-hmm. but then England yeah. used to get the bum smacked every single time. So they were like, "Yeah, let's just branch out a little bit, <laughs> get a few I mean, players from beyond
1: You've got 300 million population yeah. in the US versus 60 million in the UK. Yeah? I agree. It's just statistically, you're gonna have find more go- better golfers, more better golfers in the US than the UK. I guess. I agree. I agree. Uh, but I- you know, like, but well, funny that you say right. But I feel like everybody in europe will without hesitation support europe even if europe has a weaker team yeah but have you watched um the Four Play podcast right the other day yeah and they were like they were saying like doing an interview of all the guys there in barstool Sports. yeah, yeah, yeah asking yeah. them like are they supporting american team or european team and yeah. there were a few people saying they support them european team yeah that's pretty like, weird what?
0: yeah but again the people that did pick europe europe uh, they're probably like italian they got like italian heritage and just because well, of i uh, just because of the still, fact of where American. i know I, I completely agree with you i completely agree with you but it's just it's one of those like, things
1: look you know i spent more time in the u.s than i did in europe actually yeah. no that's a lie in the uk at least yeah but i'm now here i live and breathe the uk i speak with a british accent and you're a better win.
0: They better win. It's gonna be, be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be. You know why it's gonna
1: be good? Because the European Ryder Cup team is playing so good right now. I know,
0: mate. Did you see the standings yesterday? It's I mean, like every single Ryder Cup um, player is like top ten. <laughs> look, seven out of the twelve
1: Ryder, Euro Europe Ryder Cup team, yeah, made top ten, yeah, at the BMW PJ Championship. I can't wait. Nine made top
0: twenty. Incredible. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Nikolai Voigard. Sorry, Justin Rose. Yeah, it is what it is. Right, anyway, moving on. Speaking of the BMW Championship, Chenji had himself a weekend. Uh, last minute, I've got so many questions. Like I don't know details. I've just seen a couple of pictures here and there. Somehow, Chenji gets members tickets to the BMW Championship He's wearing a Wentworth hat, a white hat, and he's covered in signatures. Um, I don't know if that's my hat or not. I don't think it is. Where is my hat, Chen? Wait, what, what do I have? It's in the bag. It's in the bag. Something. I'll see you Sunday. I'll see you. I can't wait for Sunday. Right. So please, Chenji, without further ado, please tell us, first of all, how you got acquired these tickets and tell us all about your weekend.
1: I mean... If you're watching this on YouTube or watching this on clips, you can see I'm just decked out in like work with gear. And to be fair, this one I bought like two years ago. Right. The hat is like, yeah, got some nice signatures, autographs. Um, I mean, just basically, I wasn't really going to come to go to the BMW BJ this year because for the last two years stunning, I went and I got kind of lucky because I bid on these Hilton packages and, um, you know, which is like a hospitality experience and both years it was um, relatively sort of like, you know, reasonable in terms of how much they cost, right? Especially the first year, they had many packages. Second year was actually really tough. I was so surprised that I actually got it. And uh, because they halved the number
0: of tickets, tickets available. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then this year, like the tickets came out, I think in June, I mean, almost every day, I do log on and check, you know, when it might be sort of, you know, live. And so I can buy it. But this time around, I was literally logging on and then they released it like, couple of minutes ago and it was gone already because it was only like one or two packages okay it's crazy plus out of those one or two packages they've doubled the price as well so it's wow. like is it really worth it so yeah i, thought, I was thinking like okay no chance I'm not gonna go and um i think at that point all the general admissions tickets for saturday and sunday were sold out as well um so yeah nothing really happened until like a week less than a week before um the event actually happens, and a friend just said, "Like, you know, want to go watch some golf?" And said, "Yeah, sure." Um, I was like, "Okay, like normal tickets, I guess." And then the next thing, um, you know, she's asking, uh, "What's your address?" I'm gonna ask them to send you a parking pass. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. Like, you know, no one's allowed to go park in there doing the event. I was like, "Okay," didn't know what to expect. And then um, two days later, it sent, you know mail arrived in the post with nice little card and a parking pass basically for the whole week and um, instructions of this and that sends me over a ticket and it's basically like a member's ticket right so you get to access the whole club house you get to access all the areas right so this is the key thing <laughs> if you're a member there right it will not stop you going anywhere okay i
0: like that i like that right. so obviously you, d-
1: you don't get the hospitality experience i mean as in I mean, you can still go to the clubhouse you can buy whatever drink or food you want but like an out of pocket uh, there's no like or you can drink or you yeah can yeah, get yeah, a yeah package. but the thing is it's just a pure access right so in there is a few hospitality experiences that you can purchase right uh, i think there's three one is the championship village which is basically like a place you just stop over and grab some food and drinks it's relatively affordable the point is you know it's just somewhere for you to stop and grab some food like quick uh, but in and out quick food yeah in and out because there is, you know, you can't watch any golf in there, right? Um, then there is the uh, green on 18, which is really, really cool. This is the tent that you can see on the side of the 18th hole in Wentworth, and whereby you again you can have food, drinks, um, afternoon tea whilst sitting on the terrace and watching the 18th hole. Now, that's actually you can spend you can spend all day there, right? Which is what I did last year. Yeah. Um, and then. The last one is called the ballroom, which is basically um, the ballroom within the clubhouse, right? which is reserved for this hospitality experience. You get, again, all day food and drinks, and you get a shuttle uh, whereby you can then go to the ninth hole and then have some sort of free refreshments in the halfway house whilst watching the players. Right, So that's the only sort of difference compared to the, the other two. You still can't watch any golf whilst you're in the clubhouse. Right, because again there's no views of anything yeah um, but you can go watch golf taking the shuttle to the ninth hole and watching people tee off on the ninth and which actually really worked out this year because they had a stacked start um on saturday and sunday because i think it was really foggy on saturday morning so they had to say okay you know late 10 30 tee off but we're going to tee off both from the first tee and the ninth tee okay yeah now well i we, so as t- like, having member tickets, you get the same shuttle, right, to go to the ninth hole. But whereby the ballroom hospitality people had to sort of stay outside the cordon, if you had the member's sort of wristband, you get to go inside the, like, what do even call that? Like, the cordoned off areas, right? So you literally get to just... Walk around anywhere there. you want. Walk around anywhere you want, and you can stay inches yeah. Next to
0: players. Wait. Okay. So, did you pay for these tickets? No. Are they? Can you buy these tickets? No. So the person that you got the tickets from are they members at Wentworth? No. So how did they get the tickets? They know
1: the owners of the golf course.
0: Do we now know, know the owners of the golf course or?
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Can we play Wentworth or <laughs> how does it work? I
1: mean, I get, if we, we can play Wentworth any time. And I know people there, so we can do it.
0: Dude, I think that's a plan for, like, the next few weeks. <laughs> you know, Wentworth is actually owned by the Chinese, right? I don't know. Why, why would I know this? <laughs> why, really? No, why would I
1: know this? To be fair, it was actually quite a... Well, it's interesting because I think it was, like, almost that's not 10 years ago now, maybe 2016, 2017, there was, like, a whole sort of um, debacle because the Chinese came, like, the a, a real estate or conglomerate, basically, from China... Who owns actually the Chinese licensing rights for Red Bull? Okay. Obviously made billions from that. Yeah. Um. Again, another fun fact: Red Bull in China is different than Red Bull abroad. It's what kind of very different?
0: What as as in flavor wise or like the the but name of it? Both
1: flavor, um, naming and design.
0: Okay. Because again, so it's, it's not, it's yeah, not Red Bull then. Years, it's you know, not just twenty years. No, no, no.
1: But like it, they can they can call themselves Red Bull without a copyright infringement because they made like a 20, 30-year deal to distribute Red Bull exclusively in China. Which wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's much cheaper than normal Red Bull. Anyway, so he's out, He's now like owning a bunch of golf courses in China, hotels, uh, you know, like beverages, right, everything. And then he bought Wentworth in 2015 or 16. 16. And one of the first things they did was trying to make the club more exclusive. So obviously offended a lot of the old boys in the club, right? I mean, look, Wentworth was already a posh club before. Right. And then they tried to make it even posher, right? And that offended a lot of the less posh boys. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> right? So like, whereas before you paid like, I don't know, 10,000 to get in as a joining fee, he scrapped the joining fee and made it into a debenture instead. Okay. And a debenture, have you heard of debentures before?
0: Um, is that where you kind of buy into the club and you own shares? Yeah, correct.
1: And yeah. a lot of the Asian courses do that. You know, Centurion is doing it. A couple of the courses, the you know, newer courses, especially in the UK, do it now across Europe, America. So instead of paying for a joining fee, you buy a limited amount of debentures. Yeah. So once you hold a debenture, you can keep it or you can sell it, right? And right now, a debenture uh, goes for about 100
0: between one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand. Right. right. Wait. And it's hard to get at Wentworth. At Wentworth. So for you to become a member there, you need to basically buy into the club by paying one hundred and fifty grand.
1: Yep, at least.
0: And then what about like the fees after but that? To be every fair,
1: year. every year. I think a few years ago it was about like eight to nine thousand pounds a year, which is not too bad for like four courses, right? So three championship courses. Oh, I didn't East, know they had four courses and a nine hole par 3 executive course i did not know that there was four courses access, there you get access to like a jacuzzi swimming pool tennis club basketball courts everything health and wellness okay right so yeah so what um, why do we know now, people I there i think it's almost like 20 grand a year so right. every single year they've been making it more more expensive more exclusive kicking out older members one not posh enough
0: jesus right. christ man no so, it's crazy but That's yeah, he bought
1: it off an uh, English million- billionaire, Richard Kering, who owns several hospitality business here um, for like over a hundred million pounds. Wow. In, like 2016 or something. But anyway, so now it's owned by the Chinese.
0: So we, because it's owned by the Chinese, we have her in because it's you're Chinese. Chinese right? So of you kind of, kind of walk in and they're like, oh yeah, you can play for free today. It's no yeah, problem. Well, for, bring your friends and family.
1: Easy. Easy. Yeah. Anyway, so it was a good day right you know you saw loads of players up close right again it's just the access is crazy i guess it makes sense because if you know your golf club hosted a tournament you expect that the members get to be looked after to everywhere to be looked after
0: i agree but again i can also imagine rules to be in place it was like don't approach the players don't ask for pictures don't ask for autographs be respectful be whatever whatever Obviously, Dude. obviously, okay, you're not a member. You're not a member. So you can do whatever the F you like, mate. Because then that's mate, what you did. I was
1: respectful because I was like, you know, this is a long-term thing. But I was at the ninth. was inches away from all the players, yeah. And there were a couple of, like, young members. And, oh my gosh, they had so much to drink. They had oh, no. so much to drink. Like, I I think, I'm pretty sure they had to cut off some like live televised feed oh, just because no. they were so loud they were shouting you know they were like you know really patting the players as well I think some of the players got really annoyed.
0: No way. Um, yeah 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 so so where it you just, were it was and a bunch you... of it was a bunch of lads. Obviously so where you were and you were so close to the players on the ninth for example were like the general admission tickets holders could so they be where like, were you were
1: admissions holders you know there was like you know you could stay outside the cordon off areas right and they would basically like you know put up these um cordons i guess is, is that what they're called
0: like ropes um, like ropes sorry ropes. sorry <laughs> oh, just... one day at Wentworth and he's already getting posh on me <laughs> <laughs> so obviously like you know, they
1: rope the access between the eighth hole and the ninth hole yeah right? so nobody can get in but then like you know the members can literally be in there, right? So as they walk up to the ninth tee, they walk past you, literally past you without any ropes. Sick. Right? So all the guys there were like, Yes, good, dude. Like, you know, for example, Tiro's like, yes, go Tizza, T-Drizzle. Oh, um, Jesus and Christ. then like, you know, patting them on the back, giving oh. them like a, you know, forced high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, you know, they hit like a good shot. They said like, oh yeah, like, you know, with some swearing words, you know, that's not for this appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And if they hit a bad shot. They still said like, oh, that's amazing. And they, could, they couldn't even see it
0: wow that's, that's right how,
1: that's how drunk they were okay yeah. so
0: my next question was is when is and tr- actually funny enough so then the
1: last uh, group came and that was like ludwig orberg yeah right? obviously like live televised and the cameraman was literally like bending down like you know going for the angle like watching sort of what's it called like um shooting the video shots The, 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 the video shot shot. Shot. yeah and then he was like he paused the camera and told the guys, like, you guys need to shut the
0: up. <laughs> I don't blame them. I'm surprised there wasn't like any marshals or like, you know, volunteers there to be like guys. Yeah, yeah, the
1: volunteers were all there, but I think they were told just don't mess with the members.
0: That's just bad though. That's just really, There's, really bad. Because it was, it just it's just I embarrassing just the, for the club, right? It's embarrassing I for thought, the
1: I thought it was slightly embarrassing, man.
0: Jesus. So you you were like very close to the players. I wanna know is how you got the pictures, For, tell, walk me through getting pictures and, and signatures. So this is some like
1: insider access as well, right? So, you know, by, so when they have you watched the, have you watched the event?
0: A bit, on bits of it and highlights, yeah.
1: But you know, like on the 18th, right? There's a big grandstand, yeah. like on the back behind the 18th green, yeah. right? And then when they finish, they go into this tunnel and yeah. above this tunnel, there's like the BMW car, right? Yes, 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 yes. So in that tunnel, Basically, it's like a little platform where they walk up. Yeah. And then it's like a little, like, it goes up to this little path. Yeah. Which is again, all sort of like, you know, with barrier yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it goes straight through to the clubhouse. To little path to the clubhouse.
0: Yes. That's normal. That's every 18th green on any PGA tour event is exactly the same.
1: Yeah. So you're on the, but obviously you get access to the clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> Right. So you were just next. To, you you were just by that little exit where all the players are guaranteed to come through, right? And voila, that's it.
0: So you were like stopping these players after their round. It wasn't in between no, shots I mean, or in be between fair,
1: holes. He, he could could have done it, but I just thought yeah, I'm not, better not display. Like, sorry, disturb their you know, whole like concentration. I forward.
0: don't think and, they would have stopped if you stopped them in between holes.
1: Yeah, probably not. No, but the thing was like, for example. Right, there was one group that was playing really quick. I think who was it actually? Um, well, actually, it was Victor Hovland's group, they were super quick, right? Um, and then there was like a 15 minute gap behind them, but anyway, but because they were so quick, they had to wait for the guys in front, right? right? Yeah, and they were just on the tee box chatting with each other for like 10 minutes, yeah. You know, I think a kid got like a selfie with Victor. Right, and I'm pretty sure I could have just like you know patted literally patted his back because he was inches away from me, inches. Right, dude,
0: that would have been my perfect day. I don't, i'm um, I wish I was there. But I
1: was like, okay, you know, these guys are properly playing. You know, I don't want to
0: sort of yeah. Like, I'll, 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 I, I, I would have been the else. same. I'd be like, look, listen, if if they make eye contact, I'd be like, oh hey, hi, Victor. I'm going to see you in Rome in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> let's
1: but, get some no, pizza. Seriously, though, like these guys are so in their zone. Yeah, like, I know. Like, cause I was on yeah. putting green, like watching them right you know watching them go from putting green directly onto the first tee yeah right and they just literally have their earphones in like the airpods and they were so focused you know people call up their names and they don't even hear it
0: right? i they're bet you thinking about it they have their airpods in and nothing's playing but it's yeah, yeah. just, just that awesome. that <laughs> thing that universal thing of oh someone's got headphones on they must be listening to something no sometimes they just want to be left alone mate yeah absolutely they don't want to be I mean, disturbed of- they, they're, they're trying to get in the zone They want to a- yeah of course
1: Look, it's a, it's a mentality of elite athletes. Yes, I right? agree. So everybody can play golf. There's a lot of good scratch golfers. There's a lot of good basketball players. There's a lot of good footballers, mm-hmm. right? But how do you get to that top level and stay in that top level? It's the concentration. Right? It's the mental preparation, right? If you're just always distracted by the crowd, by something, right? Yeah, you're not gonna win tournaments. I agree. Right? You're not gonna make. You're not gonna make cuts. Right? Uh, I'll... And another real cool thing was. Like you could access sort of the, or well, you couldn't really access the players' lounge, but you could go onto the balcony, like by the terrace. Right. You can watch the guys practice. So whereas, you know, the general sort of admissions are sort of really packed behind where the players are, you know, shooting like practicing drives in the driving range, right? Yeah. Um, you were like on the side watching them inches away.
0: That's really cool, man. So what what time did you get there on Saturday?
1: like to be fair i didn't expect anything and uh, so we got there at like 10 o'clock if i knew what those tickets were i would have gotten there six in the morning night before camping out the night before camping out wow to be fair like i was talking to some of the guys in there like especially the younger guys who were waiting for autographs like early morning they were there and then they got loads loads of autographs from everybody
0: that's pretty cool, man. Did um... all you did was
1: you know stand next to the players' lounge, and as they came either came in to get some breakfast, yeah, or went out to the practice green or like the practice range, right? They're just like, okay, cool, great, sign.
0: That's pretty cool. Did uh, did you see Rory?
1: I didn't get to see Rory because he teed off on the ninth, and while he was teeing off, I was watching
0: Minwoo, John Rahm, and Matt Fitzpatrick tee off. That's pretty cool. So, out of everything, who, out of everybody, who was like the nicest? Did anybody stand out a little bit? I'll tell you what, I was actually really surprised. Go on.
1: Who do you think is the nicest person?
0: I think I'm going to go with Victor. You're going to tell he was me. That's right. He was friendly, but he was like really. You're going to say Tyrrell, right? You're going to say Tyrrell was by far the nicest.
1: Like. On. who do you think? Who do you think? I think
0: uh, Tommy probably night in pretty nice. Uh, John Rahm, if he's not too stressed out, he will probably be quite nice. Uh, Tommy fleet, what I said, Tommy, Tommy, definitely a nice guy. I'd love to sit Min down, Woo. Min Woo Lee, definitely a nice guy. I hope he's not up his own bottom. I don't think he is. I hope to god he's not because we, is he Min Is he like. Is he a bit big-headed? <laughs> I
1: have no idea, man. I have no idea, man. You I do, mean, again, you, you know, you want love, to say. We love Minwoo.
0: We love Min Oh, Woo. we love Minwoo right. Lee. We, we love, love him. I hope We've been
1: he's... raving about him since last year.
0: Yes, we have. Last year, I, te- I told you, uh, I think we did an episode where we spoke about players to watch in 2023. And two of those players was Minwoo Lee and Max Homer. I don't remember the rest. Uh, I think I might have said Will Zalotaris, but obviously he's injured. But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm digressing. But yeah, like, Minwoo is definitely was, my guy. There were a few people actually waiting for that group because, you know, the group that
1: teed off was Matt Fitzpatrick, John Rahm, and Minwoo Lee. Okay. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minwoo was the first to come out. Okay. Right. Bearing in mind, it was Saturday. He shot six under. Yeah. Great round. Yeah. He's in contention. Yes. Walks past yeah it was like a little it was a little kid there yeah yeah yeah. There. i can imagine it wasn't like there were that many people it wasn't that many people and he still right? and he didn't stop and i think a lot of people didn't even know him i think people were there to just wait for john Ram. right 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 yeah he just like walks past just says sorry guys and just left
0: okay it's okay it's all right maybe he's it's okay maybe I mean, maybe he's... he needed the toilet maybe he was really hungry you know may, may, you can't we can't be making oh. making our minds exactly. up uh know. uh of of uh of these players j from yeah. one um interaction absolutely, so absolutely. i hope
1: i think I think he's a cool guy, you know you saw how happy he was for ryan fox when yeah fox yeah, he was he was on the eighteenth yeah right, i think I still think he's a great guy, yeah, but i think, and I thought he would have been much more approachable, okay, right? yeah, whereas the person that I thought would have been least approachable was Tyron. John rum,
0: okay, okay, okay. I
1: took. I've only seen videos of John Ram ignoring people and all that, right? Yeah. But he literally signed every single person's like stuff. That's where a lot of people came up to him, right? This guy comes up with like five or ten Augusta flags. Oh, that, see
0: that, that? That's annoying.
1: No, but to be fair, like I mean, you know, if they could you know, if if they were there, they probably knew somebody. Or oh yeah yeah know, yeah yeah still. yeah yeah yeah. So. Basically, yeah, he, he was just there and signed all 10 of them, or like five or 10 of them, right? Signed the Kisses' cab, signed people's, like, everything. Stopped by and chatted to people. He That's was good. literally in front of the golf, like, the clubhouse for, like, 20 minutes before he left to go somewhere. I'm sure he's got more commitments after the round than, like, many other players. Yeah, I he's agree. He's made time for fans. That's good. He's made, made good time for, him. for like, maybe people that he knew, right? So a massive respect to John Rahm. I agree. Right.
0: Well done. Um, Good
1: job. And then Tyrrell as well. Yeah. Very friendly. Right. Actually, funny enough, I saw him tee up in the ninth hole and then he had he hit a pretty horrible shot. And uh, he was just like, you know, his usual demeanor. Yeah. 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 Takes like, yeah. the tee off. Right. Just swears a little bit. Right. But then, like, after he came, comes out from the 18, you know, walks through the clubhouse, you know, chatted with him. I talked to him about his club, which is Huntedford Golf Club, who he's a member of. He rarely plays there anymore. I don't think he ever goes there. Um, and then just, just have, had a friendly chat with him.
0: That's like, good, man. Uh, well
1: done. But yeah, so Tyrrell, John Rahm, definitely like the friendliest. Ryan Fox, amazing guy. Had a quick chat with him. I mean, wished him good luck. I, I'd like to think that. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, it was
0: all you. That was all you.
1: <laughs> I told him, I actually just told him, like, you know, if there was one guy I would want to make drives for me for like a million pounds, it's him. Fairway. I would choose you i wouldn't I choose anybody else i agree like,
0: that's good man i'm so consistent i'm I'm glad you had a great day obviously I, you were sending me pictures all throughout and i was like i was swearing at you because yeah. i was i was dude. jealous but in a good way It's like oh my were, god like,
1: you were posting
0: my selfies on our instagram yeah of course I, you, yeah you have to what do you mean that's the whole point of the of, of the podcast and the instagram you have to I'm post things shy. Dude, i'm shy dude don't be shy. You're not shy. You're not shy, Chenji. Of course I'm shy. Like you know, key... So Chenji's taking pictures with Tommy Fleetwood, Victor Hovland, I don't know, John Rahm, Ryan Fox. I'm just Ryan like, I'm
1: sending this to Theo. I'm just like, dude, these are like our favorite players. Yeah, so that's why you post say, them
0: on the Instagram. The golf uh, page is for golf-related things, Chenji. Uh, this is the uh, most dude, golf-related uh, thing in the world. Okay, fair
1: enough. And fair you enough. didn't post it. Right, right. Dude, I'm low-key, dude.
0: No, don't be low-key with things. Be low-key with everything else, not with these things. He's taking he's sending me pictures like hugging Tommy Fleetwood. I was like, yes, of course you're gonna post that on, on, on Instagram. What do you mean? Fair enough. But yeah. Said, um, hi. Said hi to um Aaron Ray. Oh um, wicked half of my boys have me and my golf. Ah uh, yes. Shout out the Andrew We love you. Uh but yeah that, that's really cool man. You know, he was, he was played so really well. Cheeky.
1: Like I was watching I was like looking at his um bum. Not yeah. because I was looking checking out his bum. But I really wanted to see if he had his two gloves, yeah, he like, did. in his back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but when he came out, he didn't. I was like, I really wanted to, like,
0: I don't know, answer those gloves. I know that would be really cool. But yeah, yeah, he he's famous for. Well, he's not famous, but he's known for um, wearing two gloves while playing golf. And he yeah. played so well, dude. Like, he plays really, dude, really well. The s- DT, second talk. shot, almost forcing a playoff. That's yeah, crazy, incredible, That's really crazy, amazing, amazing golfer. Uh, One and- himself,
1: I don't know how much, like 800,000. Yeah. Like, it- great. Well done.
0: Is that how much he won? Yeah, I think so. Oh,
1: is that is that the, the prize pot was actually that big? Well, I think uh, the pot was like 6,250,000 euros. Oh, wow. Wicked. The first, the winner, I think, gets about 1. 1.3, 1. 1.4 mil. That's amazing. And second place gets, I think, 700, 800. Um. Obviously, like tied for second, so like you know, two people are sharing in a pot of, hundred and sorry, one point four million,
0: maybe. That's wicked. So yeah, and then seven hundred thousand euros each. So you 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 do whatever you do on on Saturday, and then on Sunday you had a ticket to go back again, but not the same ticket, right?
1: I mean, I had a ticket to go back, and um, decided to play golf instead.
0: Oh, so you didn't end up going? No. Oh, I thought you went. It was raining. Yeah. I mean, how'd you yeah. play on Sunday?
1: Uh, decent, actually.
0: See, when you get free tickets, you're not bothered about going. When you pay for them, you're like, no, I'm gonna definitely going to go. True. I think you and me and we would get along I very did. well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I did offer it to you. You Wait. Oh, hold on. Sunday. So what Sunday. you sent me first of all it was way too late when you when you sent it when you sent it to me because um it was i was already on my way to the golf club to play golf myself um i thought you were just showing me that you just had a one like a general admission ticket and that you only had one and that you couldn't get me one i didn't realize that you were giving me your ticket to yeah, go I
1: giving, yeah, oh I, I did not realize that change
0: i apologize i genuinely thought you were just like oh i can only get one general admission ticket dude and I thought you were going to play a little bit of golf like early, early doors and then go in the, uh, like, lunch after golf or whatever and go and, and watch, like, the the second half of, of the golf. That's what I thought you were going to do, if I'm honest. But you ended up was, not going. Was,
1: yeah, But that's, that's okay. Saturday was great. You know, yeah,
0: was I mean, great experience. do you know what it was, Which right? Also, like, you know, in the shuttle,
1: right, you would have, like, private BMW drive, yeah. like a BMW car and driving for you everywhere.
0: That's and, mad. Uh,
1: so basically, all the guys driving the shuttle cars right were or well, are affiliated with the club so they're either like for example caddies either full-time caddies part-time caddies work for the pro shop or whatever yeah. right so one of the guy we call him crazy john because he's actually a great guy um you know, goes <laughs> off-road in the bmw right you know just <laughs> zips it around like it just literally floors the pedal like while you're on the course like driving between different places Jesus, absolutely okay. amazing shout out to you john um i did tell him we do a golf podcast Um, okay anyway hope he follows us again thanks john and um he was caddying for alberg's group during the celebrity pro-am right yeah right and he was basically like you know saying that again yeah you know we all thought that he was hitting it so long and he's a tall guy he's a very strong but apparently he had this um flight scope alongside with him the whole time and his drives were averaging only about 290 yards is that it that's actually it total distance oh total distance okay not carry i I checked is that carry is that total as they said no that's total
0: oh wow okay fair enough
1: my mate theo
0: hits it 300 yard carry no well that's not true but thank you Chenji. thank you (laughs) i'm I'm sure you was like oh my mate theo crazy john I've got a mate, he's called Theo. We do a podcast together. He carries it at least 300 yards. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I'm sure he does, yeah, Chenji.
1: <laughs> easily,
0: easily. Oh, wicked, man. Yeah,
1: but, like, you know, I got to learn some really cool stuff. You know, last year, he was also in the program again. And then you got invited to, like, you know, to the Players Lounge, which is, a, again, a separate place. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, just, and got, got to mingle with all the celebrities, right? This is the thing, right, with these kind of events. Yeah. You've got the, like, general area. You've got the general plus area, right? Uh, hospitality whatsoever. You've got the sponsors area, yeah. right? So you know BMW, Hilton, all sort of stuff. That's what I did last two years. And then above that, you've got the celebrity areas. It's mad,
0: and like, and this year's program it was it's crazy stacked, man. Unbelievable people were there, and it, it, yeah, I saw I saw some clips. It's like it's it's. I don't know, mate. One day, hopefully, we get this podcast gets big enough where we're invited to places like this because that'll be like, we'll a go dream to the come
1: celebrity true. Celebrity area, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to play some golf at Wentworth. But it's actually really Am. cool,
1: and uh, the really course cool. conditions are great. Yeah. And um, again, you know, basically the members there are sacrificing two to three weeks um, of non-playing time yeah. just in preparation. For well, this.
0: that's normal, dude. This JCB is exactly the same, you know.
1: It's yeah, exactly. uh, it's so, what you need to no, do. But, like, but JCB though, like you know, it's it's just a bunch of corporate members, right? There's no individual members. Whereas Wentworth is a bunch of individual yeah, members. Yeah, yeah. You know, old people play every single day, right? So I guess no wonder that they get treated really well during the actual tournament yep. because they are actually like you know paying the dues every single day. Yep. And then they don't get access to play, right? And apparently, actually, what the um, what Crazy Jonathan is saying, like a lot of members in Wentworth are not golfers. So they, I know, I don't know if you're hearing me out. They, they're just members for uh, for tennis, for <laughs> their wellness club. Okay. Some of it, even like the creche, like, so yeah, they yeah, drop yeah. off the kids, right? Um, And people who are living within the Wentworth estate, minimum price for property, there easily 10 million. That's mad. Right. And um, they complain about this tournament because they can't park. Yeah. Where, like, next to the, like, clubhouse they can't park next to the tennis club or the celebrities take it right so like the clubhouse um, parking is only reserved for players and celebrities right so not even members can access that. and so all these people are just like complaining like oh my gosh you know and then funny enough i was seeing quite a few people like whilst driving into the um uh, the estate like carrying their tennis bags and you know who absolutely give no yeah <laughs> about golf and then just
0: just looking there, down, like, oh, and I can't tennis. believe that they're, like, they're taking my parking spot for this. They're know, so like, loud, obnoxious. Everybody's like, drinking, everybody's loud, everybody's shouting.
1: Let me, let me play my. Tennis. Just, I just want to play me, tennis. I just want to play my little. You know, floor, That's
0: wicked, man, dude. Like, I'm so happy that you had such a great weekend, and you know what it was as well, right? Because you had a general admission ticket on the Sunday, it was almost like you had such a perfect day on the Saturday. Like, what's the point of the Sunday? So I think that's one of the reasons why you were like, mm, "I, I might, I'd rather play golf today." I can't get what, it.
1: Though, like, I feel like I've been really privileged because I got to experience like the BMW PGA in a few different ways.
0: Yes, I, I agree. But this way that you've experienced it, I don't. It's like it's one of those things where money can't buy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, like all of my experiences, there, I don't know how lucky I really got. I mean, because the first year that I went, twenty twenty one, right. Um, and I just got absolutely smashed.
0: Yeah, you like, were the guy that was like patting John Ram on the back, like, "Yeah, go Rambo." I was like, oh, but to be fair, if
1: if they gave me an,
0: a platform
1: to be able to do that mm. at the state that I was back then, I would have done it. Yeah, uh, yeah, happy <laughs> Because we were like in the 10s next to 18th, we weren't actually close to the players. Yeah, I was. Which is a crazy thing. At them. So, if you were like, you know, watching TV, you could probably hear me say, you know get in the <laughs> yeah light the like, candle <laughs> light the candle Fair like, mashed potatoes i was i tell you what i was actually shouting mashed potatoes that day um but it was a saturday with loads of drinks all you can drink in this sponsor stand so it just got absolutely hammered right the following year which was last year was there on a sunday right so i had to work the next day and um it was just a bit more civilized it was the same 10 or again or you can eat or you can drink but just i was like i was taking it easy relatively and then just mainly watching the golf right and then this year it was just purely like the players experience you know just, you know seeing the players up close talking to a couple of them um and then just you know looking at how they prepare for the round prepare for each hole right how they talk to the caddies yeah and uh, i was literally listening to them up close and then, how the whole event is being organized um like the volunteers, everything again, shout out to everybody who's made this happen such an amazingly well organized yep. event right for everybody
0: there's so. a greenkeeper from j c b that went to wentworth for uh, the week to help out there. Ronan and shout out to Ronan, yeah, he was there shout out to Ronan. dude they were shout- they were starting at like three in the morning, yeah, yeah, madness, Absolutely. but fair play uh, obviously there's a lot of work that goes into it. I did like, not realize sort of like zipping along the course like
1: being shuttled to here and there yeah you could see where all the tractors were parked and there were
0: hundreds of them
1: yeah like obviously again, like if, four if, courses right but yeah, it's I did, i did not know there is
0: yeah of course dude it's, it's one of those places where there's no budget as well you know it's like whatever you yeah. need best it, above the best
1: well, i thought right okay i knew there was like a small part three executive course like nine holes but i thought out of the three remi- remaining courses you've got the west which is the flagship one right yeah. And you've had maybe like another one which is sort of championship quality and another one which is like sort of, you know, much shorter casual round. But no, all three of those 18 holds are championship quality. Wow.
0: Can uh, you so get like us in? Can we play 000, there? Can we play? I'll sort this out. Do you? How much do you reckon a round is there? 200 pounds. Uh, do you have to know a member? Is it like Centurion?
1: To be fair, if you know a member, it's very cheap. It's like 50, 60, 100 pounds, I think.
0: Sort it out, Chenji. Come on. Yeah, sort it out. Come on, Chenji. For the podcast. Do it for the potty. Right. On that One note, point, yeah. I think that is everything, dude. Have you got anything else? Uh, no. Another great episode. Guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Please like and subscribe. Um, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Rice and Slice Podcast. Uh, we will see you next week. Thank you very much. I love you, Chenji. Bye. Love you too.